I'm a Tamaran. There are many of us today who like to brag that we are Tamils. But honestly, how many of you know the history of the Tamils? If you just spend the next 10 minutes with me, I'll walk you through the 3000 years of history of the Tamils. Now, jump into my time machine as I'm going to take you back to 1000 BC. everyone, I'm Ungar Anman Heyman. Today we will be going through the 3000 years of history of Tamaragam. But before we get there, don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. We'll look at this in four sections. First, we'll look at the three periods, then the three empires, then the five scripts, and finally, a full timeline of the 3000 years of history. Firstly, how old is Tamaragam? We know it is at least 3000 years old. You may know about the archaeological sites Adi Chennallur, which was from 900 BC and Kiradi which was from 600 BC. But remember, by this time these people were very civilized. This means these communities did not form at that time. Their origins were much older. Also based on Kumari Kandam theories, and the Mudal Sangam and the Idai Sangam literature, the origin of Tamil may have been much, much older. Now, keeping aside this ancient history, we will look at three periods of recorded history. The history of Tamaragam is divided into three periods, early, medieval and the later period. The early period was from 300 BC to 300 AD and we have records of these mostly from the Tamil Sangam texts such as Purananuru, Agananuru, Paditripattu, etc. Then we have the medieval period which was from 680 to 1180. And finally, the later period was any time after that. Now, we look at the three most important empires. The three most important empires were Chera, Chora and Pandya. They were the Muvendargal or the three crowned kings. Typically people think of only one capital per kingdom, but that's not true. Each of these kingdoms had an inland capital where the king ruled from and they also had a port capital. The Chera capitals were Karur or Banji Karur and Muziris. The Chora capitals were Urayur which is today's Trichy and Kaviri Pumbatinam or Pumbuhar. The Pandya capitals were Madurai and Korkai. Remember, these were only the old capitals. The capitals kept changing through time. For example, the Chora capitals changed from Urayur to Parayare to Tanjavur and then to Gangai Konda Chorapuram. During the ancient times, there was also a smaller kingdom called the Verlir Kingdom, which had multiple chieftains ruling smaller territories. The famous Adiyaman was one among the Verlir chieftains. Well, we are not done yet. In addition to the Muvendir and the Verlirs, in the medieval and the later periods, there were at least six other major kingdoms. In the medieval and later periods, there were at least six other major kingdoms. Starting with the Pallavas in the medieval period, there were the Delhi and Madurai Sultanate who ruled for a small time. 
then the Vijayanagara Empire, then the Nayakas, then the Marathas, and then the Nawabs of Arkad before Tamaragam went into the hands of the British for about 200 years. And then we got independence. The pronunciation or the way Tamar is spoken has not changed for the past 3000 years. However, the written form of the language or the script has evolved so much. You may already know that the Indus script has not yet been deciphered. However, there are many scholars like Airavadam Mahadevan and Asko Parpola who have proved that the Indus script is actually Tamar. Now, keeping all that aside, let's look at the most accepted five Tamil scripts. Tamil Brahmi or Tamari is one of the earliest scripts. We find this in Adi Chennallur, Kiradi, Jambai inscriptions and at many other places. All the Sangam poems should have been written in the script. The next one is Vattarithu. If you remember the Kocharayan Pandian video from the past, the Verbikudi grant from the 8th century was written in Vattarithu. Next is the Pallava script. Pallava kings took the Tamil Brahmi script and they developed it and called it the Pallava script. You can see the script in Mahabalipuram even today. Then came the Grantha script which was developed from the Pallava script. Malayalam script came out of this. Only after the 11th century, the modern script that we use today came into use. Now, let's look at a full timeline of the 3000 years of history along with some of the most famous kings. Up to 380, the Muvendirgal, Chera Chora Pandyas ruled and the Vairars ruled along with them. Some of the most famous early Pandya kings were Nedunjariyan, Mudukkudumi Peruvardi, Chera kings, Nedunjeraladan Sengutuvan, and Chora kings Manunidi Chora, Karikala Chora, Nalankili and Nerunkili. Then, for about 300 years, Kalabras or the Kalapiras ruled. It is called the Dark Age of Tamaragam as there are no proper records of this time. We don't know of any Chera Chora Pandya kings from this time. This was also the time when the five great epics of Tamil were written. Also, this was a time when Buddhism and Jainism thrived in Tamaragam. After Kalapirar, the Pandya king Kadungon and the Pallava king Simma Vishnu defeated the Kalabras and revived their kingdoms. Note that the Choras did not come back to power yet. This was the time when the Pandya king Kocharayan ruled and the Pallava kings Mahendravarman and Narasimhavarman ruled. Then, with Vijayalaya Chora, the Choras came back to prominence. The Pandyas did exist, but they were under the supremacy of the Choras. Some of the most famous medieval Choras were Sundara Chora, Rajaraja Chora, Rajendra Chora and Kulotunga Chora. We've already made videos on most of these great kings. Now, we'll look at someone who made the Chora kingdom decline. The Pandya king Maravarman Sundara Pandya defeated the Choras and caused its downfall. He became the greatest of the later Pandyas. Then, the Delhi Sultan Alauddin Khalji's general Malik Kafur raided Madurai. And then the Delhi Sultan Tughlaq captured Madurai and made it a province of Delhi Sultanate and called it Mabar province. Then it became an independent empire called Madurai Sultanate. Then the Vijayanagara Emperor Bukkaraya 
defeated them and Thamuragam became a part of the Vijayanagara Empire. Then, the Vijayanagara Emperor Krishna Devaraya split Thamuragam into three and appointed governors called the Nayakas. Later, the famous Tirumalai Nayaka severed ties with them and made himself an independent king. Rani Mangamal also came from this line. Then, Zulfikar Khan, a governor under Aurangzeb, became the first ruler of the Nawab of Karnatik or the Nawab of Arkat. Some of the most famous Nawabs of Arkat were Chanda Sahib and Muhammad Ali Walaja. You may remember them from our Velunachyar video and the Maradhanayagam video. After the downfall of the Nayaka kingdom, the Palayakarars who were under the Nayakas became independent rulers. The Tanjavur Nayaka kingdom was replaced by the Tanjavur Marathas. Finally, the British East India Company that set foot on Indian soil as traders in the 1600s became much more powerful. They executed Palayakarars Kattabumban, Marudupandir and Umaiturai and demolished most of the forts of Thamuragam. Eventually, they swallowed the kingdom of Arkad Nawabs. After about a hundred years, the company's rule was replaced by the British government's rule. So this was the vast history of Tamar and the people of Tamaragam. Now you could proudly say, I'm a Tamaran who knows the history of Tamar. If you like this video, please share this and help this video reach even more people. I'll see you in another interesting video soon. Na Nungar Anban, Hima.